0: Hello, you spooktacular people. Welcome to this 79th episode of the History Goes Bump podcast.
1: Ghost tours for the theater of
0: the mind. I am your host, Diane. And this is Denise. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about the Maltby Cemetery, which has a pretty extraordinary legend that goes with it. And we're going to leave it up to you, whether you believe in the legend or not. Of course we are, because we always do. Before we get into that, please check out our website at historygoesbump.com. And Denise, if anybody wants to send us any messages, where can they do that?
1: They can do that at historygoesbump at gmail.com.
0: And we did get an email from Stephanie. She wrote, I'm a current history student at the University of Florida. and I have to tell you, I get so many stink faces when I tell people that. I think people think that history is just a boring old subject that has no use for the present. But your podcast is one of those history podcasts that puts the fun into history. It's interesting and informative as well. I'm a new listener. Just finished listening to your Mercy Brown episode. Just wanted to thank you for an actually interesting and fun podcast about history. I'm referring all the stink faces I get to your podcast. Ha ha. Bravo. Well, thank you for that, Stephanie. And we will uh, we'll take care of those stink faces.
1: Absolutely. You just sent them our way.
0: History does not have to be boring, that's for sure Especially when it goes bump in the night And by the time people have heard this podcast, Denise, you and I will have given our first talk Yes, we will I'm so excited, we actually got asked to speak in front of people, so hopefully we didn't screw it up
1: Yeah, it's going to be a little bit different to be live on stage and in person I know, we can't hide behind microphones Although that used to be more my forte than this, although neither one (laughs) were.
0: We do want to welcome some new people to the Spooktacular crew. Bobby has joined us. Hey, Bobby. Andrea. Hi, Andrea. And Allison. Hey, Allison. And if you recall, Allison has cute little Bodie, and we had uh, Tiana send out a little message to him.
1: Oh, that's right. That was Bodie the puppy, and Tiana, did she growl or woof? I think she did a little of both. She probably did both.
0: (laughs) I don't remember. I could play it again, and we'll know for sure. (laughs) And we did get another five-star review over at iTunes, The Trifecta from SP Condidant. History Goes Bump combines three of my favorite things, history, hauntings, and humor. I found this podcast earlier this week and have been binge listening ever since. I love learning about places I've been to and finding new places that I definitely want to visit. Diane and Denise, you ladies rock. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you so much for that. We appreciate it. Yes, thanks. Denise, we love cemeteries. Are you ready to visit Malpe? I absolutely am. Become an executive producer of the History Goes Bump podcast for as little as a buck a month. For $5 a month, you can access exclusive content like the Haunted True Crime bonus cast. And for $10 and above a month, you get all that plus awesome History Goes Bump gear. Check out patreon.com slash historygoesbump for more information. Or you can give us a one-time donation by clicking the donate button at historygoesbump.com.
1: moment in oddity history in oak creek cemetery in battle creek michigan there is a statue of the virgin mary that stands at the family plot where johannes decker was buried she is believed to have committed suicide or one tale claims that she killed her children and herself her eternal punishment is to weep throughout eternity those tears seem to come from the virgin mary statue she is called Crying Mary and many people claim that when they touch the visage of the statue it is damp with tears. This supposedly happens on Sunday evenings at midnight. The statue during the day does appear to have tracks of tear stains. Linda Godfrey, who covers Weird Michigan among other things, claims that it was not just something that occurred on Sunday nights. She claims that tears ran down the face any time they visited. This happens regardless of what the weather is like, and the tears seem to flow, so that it could not be dew causing it. To us, the statue looks more like a Greek or Roman goddess rather than the Virgin Mary, but that is what legends are all about. The idea that a statue could actually weep certainly is odd.
0: This day in history. Today's This Day in History is by Rachel Hoare. On this day, October 27th, in 1939, a murderess named Winnie Ruth Judd was reported to have escaped from an insane asylum in Arizona. Winnie had been a nurse but got involved in drugs. She attended a wild party with two other women she knew through her nursing position, Agnes Leroy and Hedvig Samuelson. In a drug-fueled fit of passion and jealousy, she shot both women dead. After killing them, she dismembered them and placed them in two suitcases, intending to travel on the train with the corpses. How she planned to hoist two dead bodies around is a mystery. The bodies were discovered when blood seeped through the suitcases onto the ground. Winnie Ruth Judd was a repeat escapee from the asylum, and through her manic intelligence, she managed to evade the police. On this occasion, on October 27th, she did finally turn herself into the cops. Joe from Curioso Podcast. It's the week of Halloween, so get in the spirit with History Goes Bump.
1: Cemeteries have always carried a mystique about them, and many people expect them to be haunted. For the most part, though, cemeteries are very peaceful places. After all, why would the dead want to hang out with the dead? Most haunted cemetery stories consist of an apparition returning to their plot or a hitchhiking ghost being dropped off outside of a cemetery. But Maltby cemetery is different. Rumors of Satanism and 13 Steps to Hell have given this cemetery quite the reputation. Is it just a place where teenagers go to hang out and drink and act stupid? Or is there truth to the legends? Join
0: us as we explore Maltby Cemetery. And on today's episode, we received research assistance from Rachel Hoare. Thank you. Maltby Cemetery is located in Paradise Valley near Maltby, Washington. The town of Maltby was first settled in 1887 and was named for real estate developer Robert Maltby. The cemetery is sometimes referred to as the Paradise Valley Cemetery because of its location. It contains the plots of some of the original homestead families to come to the area. The first burial was in 1908 of Henry Davis, and the bulk of the burials belonged to the Doolittle family. And I did hear, Denise, that the Doolittle homestead was right next to the cemetery, so it was kind of considered a family plot, although there were a lot of other people buried there. I mean, I think I saw like 10 different names. So is this the Doolittles, as in doctor? (laughs) (laughs) I have a feeling Dr. Doolittle was not a part of this Doolittle family, Denise. Oh, man. (laughs) I wonder if anybody's gone through the cemetery and asked, hey, do you talk to the animals? (laughs) The last burial took place in 1985. The cemetery was restored in the 1990s and the land around it developed. The cemetery is on private property now and hard to reach, but very well maintained and seems to be a nice, peaceful spot. But the legend that has developed around this graveyard is anything but serene.
1: The legend claims that there was a gate here called the Gates or Pillars of Hell and that there are 13 stairs that began at ground level and went underground so that people could see into the crypt at the bottom. The plot had belonged to a wealthy family. The legend includes information that this family practiced occultism and Satanism. People who travel down the stairs claim that all the sound dissipates and that they are surrounded in silence. As they travel further down the steps, their lives seem to flash before their eyes, and when they turn around at the bottom, they see themselves in hell. It is a horrific vision. The people who would witness someone travel down the stairs say that they would see the person stop at the bottom, turn around, and then collapse in horror. Rumors maintain that several teenagers were carried out comatose and that they never did recover. Some witnesses claim that people disappear as they get further down the stairs.
0: From what we have pieced together, the steps are more like concrete slabs that are on the side of a hill and may not actually exist anymore. Supposedly they were bulldozed or filled in with cement. And if they're on the side of a hill, they don't really go down underground. The cemetery had become a place for teenagers to party and trash. And so it would be easy to believe that the private property owners would want to get rid of anything that would attract idiots. And anyone who wrecks a cemetery is an idiot. Many people who attempt to visit now are unable to even find any stairs. We did watch a video of some people trespassing at night and there is the sound of moaning that is creepy. We're not going to post the video because we don't believe in trespassing, but if you Google it, you'll find it.
1: Some visitors claim that the gravestones themselves change. They seem to get larger over time. One in particular becomes an ornate, impressive giant. There are claims that there is a place here called the Den and was just after the front gates or in the nearby woods. It is said to be a portal protected by magic and that anyone who tries to enter it will go mad. The cemetery also has its own ghost. There's the ghost of a mother looking for her child and a mother and child ghost who appear poor and unwell. There's also the sound of whispering and orbs floating through the gravestones. There are also reports of ghosts attacking visitors to the cemetery.
0: This was posted at the Ghost Village website. Quote, Back in 1983, our Friday nights were get beer and go someplace to drink. The place of the night was Malpy. We'd heard all the stories and I've had my share of sightings. If you're open to the other side, you are more prone to be affected by it. I didn't feel good about going to this place, gut feeling. And I'm not one to get scared. I'm the one jumping into anything to check it out. But not this time. As the guys drank their beer and my girlfriend and I stayed in the van, it was apparent they meant to freak us out. They dared us to cross the metal pillars. Anyone that has been there knows what I'm talking about. On that note, we agreed. My girlfriend and I held hands, said a prayer, and took three steps in past the gates to hell, which was as simple as walking past the two pillars. How hard could that be? Wrong. The air turned very misty. All sound was gone. We didn't hear a thing. At the same time, without saying a word, we turned to see the guys. They were yelling. We could tell, but we couldn't hear a word they were saying. We then heard noises from the gravesites to our left. At that point, we both took off to run out. And like the movies, our feet wiped out and we hit the mud. And being as scared as we were and so close to the pillars, we didn't even bother trying to stand. We crawled back past the pillars. The moment we passed back, there was sound to the air and we heard the guys. We got up and ran to the van and insisted on leaving ASAP. We couldn't at the time tell them what we felt, but it was clear they didn't have anything to do with it. I have never felt such evil before, nor do I ever want to. I grew up with ghosts in our home, but not like that. There have been many people that traveled to that place. It was the high school thing to do. Some people felt what we did. Some just had a good time and didn't see or feel anything. But the fact is, it's a very evil place. From the minute you leave the main road to go up the gravel, it's not a good place. I never went back, but heard they've cleaned it up a lot, repaired it. It's not the same. There were stories they had many spirit guides try to put the souls to rest. There were cars that were said to have been chased out of there by devil worshipers and crashed on the hillside. The story is you could still hear them screaming if you listened, that I didn't sit around to hear, but they were said to have taken the cars out years ago, not going back to find out, End quote. So apparently there were cars that were still there, crashed and... That would definitely send me not wanting to go back if I felt that. That seems very creepy. And this creepy. doesn't sound like they were going downstairs. It sounds like they just went past the gates into the cemetery.
1: Exactly. Those, the two pillars or something. Another tale recounts, quote, My girlfriend and I wanted to see this for ourselves. You have to go down those 13 steps and then you see a little chair. If you sit in the chair, it automatically means that you have sold your soul to the devil. It sounds really creepy, I was at church with my friends and this pastor said that he went there when he was 16 and it was the worst experience of his life, end quote.
0: And another personal antidote goes, quote, a group of us headed out to the cemetery in Malpey. We made sure we got there as close to midnight as possible. After about an hour of searching around in the dark, we finally found it, the 13 steps. In the moonlight, you couldn't see the bottom. We tried using a flashlight and we still could not see the bottom. It was frightening when one of the girls was so freaked out that she couldn't even look down into the staircase. I decided I was going to go for it, but as I walked down the first two steps, I started to feel sick. After the next two steps, I felt lightheaded. When I got to the sixth step, I became so cold that I could barely breathe and I could hear muffled yelling and screaming. I was not going any further. I couldn't even take the next step. When I turned to climb back up, I could feel something pushing on my back and I couldn't see up to my friends clearly. When I finally reached the top of the staircase, I realized the yelling and screaming was coming from my friends. They were screaming that I had disappeared when I went down. I'm six feet tall. I couldn't have been out of sight after having only gone down halfway. Needless to say, we were all completely freaked out and got out of there as quickly as possible. To this day, every now and then, I dream about the 13 steps that lead down to hell, and I always wake up in a cold sweat." End quote. You know what's interesting about this story, Denise is that I heard another story, and I don't know if it was another cemetery that was similar to this. It almost seems like we've talked about it before, where there was a mother whose child had died, and she wanted to be able to look at her, I I guess, (laughs) while she was decomposing. I don't know. I mean, I don't know why you'd want to see into somebody's grave. Exactly. But she had, like, a window on the side of the coffin so that she could see in it, and she would go down these stairs so that she could see inside of the the coffin. Eek, I would definitely
1: not want to see that. That would be horrific.
0: Yeah, I don't think this was the same location, but it would have been the same kind of thing. And I thought we'd heard the same kind of legend about it, that it had some kind of weird if you went down those steps. So the 13 steps seems to be a legend out there.
1: Yeah, especially since they used 13, which is kind of the quote-unquote creepy number. You know, I would find it a little personally a little bit more believable if it was like, a different number than 13 which is the spooky number
0: and you don't know i mean were these really bulldozed or were they never even actually there was this just some little family plot that is taken on this weird because even in some of the stuff that i read they said yeah there were devil symbols on stuff well there were masonic symbols which you'll see in every cemetery that's true and i mean and you can just use your imagination
1: those old cemeteries that we went to up in uh The New England area in Massachusetts, they they had symbols that we'd never seen before, but could be construed as something weird, like the little weaned creatures with the teeth and stuff that look like skeletons.
0: That's true. You would think those are really creepy. Unless you're them, we thought they were really cool.
1: (laughs) Is Maltby Cemetery just a nice, peaceful cemetery off in the woods? Or is it really an area permeated with mysticism? Do the spirits of those buried there wander among the tombstones? Is Maltby Cemetery haunted? That is for you to decide.
0: Our next podcast, we're going to have the Halloween Roundtable. We're going to be joined by four other individuals. Patrick Keller from the Big Seance podcast. Dan Foytik from Night Story Studios and the Wicked Library. Phil Childers from the Hateful Dead podcast. And Jeanette Andromeda from Horrormade.com.
1: Yes, and it was a great, great fun taping the round table. So.
0: Yes, we had a lot of fun. We'll go back and do some nostalgia, take you back to your childhoods and talking about candy. We talk about horror movies. We talk about the different areas that they specialize in when it comes to horror and scary things. We talk about why do people like to be scared. And we talk about a little bit of Disney. Yeah, so I think you guys are really going to really enjoy that. So that will be up next, and then... For Halloween, we will have the Halloween special, and we're hoping to make it a two-hour extravaganza. Very extravagant, because we got lots and lots of
1: responses this year.
0: Yes, we did. So thank you to all of our listeners for sending us your great stories. You're going to scare the rest of the listeners, and it's going to be lots of fun. Yes, it will. We're glad that you guys tuned in for this one. I have been your host, Diane. And this has been Denise. You take care now. Bye bye. Executive producers of this episode have been Leanne, Levi Drescher, Rachel Cooper, Dan Foytick, Janice Carlson, Patty Henry, Stephen Pappas, Jade Lewis, Heather Williams, David Ann Student, Amy Connor, Tanya Turner, Nicole Johnson, April Rogers Crick, and Liana Sapien. Thank you. Society's Rise and societies
1: fall when the time comes one society steps forward to build a better future the wicked library kettle whistle radio night story podcast prog watch red horse radio the lift history goes bubble listen The M-Writing Podcast. Society 13. Rebuilding Society. One podcast at a time. Be sociable. Drop the chain rattling, neck biting, and shape shifting and join us on Facebook and Twitter at History Goes Bump. Like the page and follow us.